0: Welcome to the Robert Hunt Financial Market Update. It's your host, Robert Hunt, where we look at the week's financial news that can be a bit confusing, misleading, and take you off course. And we hope to make it actionable, understandable, and clear. What a week. What a show. Three excellent articles. At the top, Wall Street Journal. People are starting to look into gold. I found this to be fascinating. When markets get scary, mom and pop buy gold. Look into The data. And then billionaire investor Bill Ackman says he's shorting 30-year treasury bills. Bam, ba One of our favorite prognosticators, Mr. Ackman. We'll look at what it means to short, what the 30-year is, and why he thinks that's remunerative for his clients and his account. And then in closing, another famous hedge fund type with a bad idea, Michael Burry of Big Short fame. You may have seen that movie read the book just bet 1.6 billion on a stock market crash Ooh, scary so let's start here at the top a lot of fear a lot of trepidation in these articles wall street journal this is hardika singh we featured a few from hardika singh always a good read when market gets scary mom and pop buy gold swings in stocks and bonds have boosted the metal's popularity with ordinary investors. Huh. Article begins, Joe Susano lost thousands of dollars from his retirement account betting on biotech shares in early 2021. Now this 44-year-old integration engineer from Glaucetcher, Massachusetts is putting his money into an investment whose value has held up over the long run. Gold coins. I'm going to read this quote from him. I want you to listen to this and see what What's going on in this man's heart and mind? He says, Precious metals are kind of what just makes it so I can sleep at night, where I hold it and nobody can hurt me. Now, what other sleep aid does this remind you of, where I can hold it and nobody can hurt me? If you guessed stuffed animal, you guessed rightly. Rightly. This gentleman, Mr. Joe Susanna, who's, I always appreciate the candid. These people agree to come on the Wall Street Journal. I think it takes a lot of courage to get on there and talk about why you believe about investing, mistakes you've made. But he's treating his investments like a stuffed animal. Be careful doing that. He he later describes the fear he has. It's impossible. that I'm going to end up in a bread line somewhere waiting for someone to drop something into my hand so I can eat. Again, he's he's being candid. He's telling us what exactly is going on in his heart. The article then continues about how gold has done good in some periods and bad in some periods. The article says, behind the recent allure of gold, many investors worry the stock market rally this year is concentrated in a handful of tech stocks. The banking crisis encouraged many of them to look at gold. And then this quote, oh, by Scott Woolridge, who's 43, he says this, when you're buying metals and holding them, It doesn't matter whether the price goes up or down. You still feel pretty good about it. He continues, A downtick in the price of a precious metal means you have the opportunity to buy more, and an uptick means your net worth goes up. So it's a win-win. Now let's let's compliment Mr. Scott Woolridge on this quote before we cross-examine his thinking. I love the way he's thinking about investment. He's, now, he's talking about gold, which I don't think you should invest in for a number of reasons. But I like how he thinks about it. It doesn't matter whether the price goes up or down. He still feel pretty good about it. And why do you think that is, listener? What does it take for someone to absorb volatility in an asset class and still feel good about that asset? I do you you think about it? What does it take for a bunch of volatility to hit a particular asset class? It could be anything. And for the investor in the asset class, still feel good about it. I've got my own theory. You may have your own as well. I think it takes understanding. I think it takes understanding. I think you've got to know what you own and why. And to gold's credit, and these investors' credit, they know what gold is. They know what it is. It's a precious metal. So when volatility hits, they know they still have the same number of ounces of gold. So... What if we could take this right thinking of gold and move it to the correct asset class for long-run stocks? Then you'd really be cooking with gas, because I think you should think about the stock market the exact same way. Dad doesn't matter if the value goes up or down. You have the same holdings. Mr. Sam Walton of Walmart, fame, the gentleman who founded Walmart, where I currently buy my groceries. He was interviewed one time, someone stuck a camera in his face and a microphone in the 1987 stock market crash. He said, hey, Mr. Walton, you're down whatever he was, 30%. How do you feel about it? Trying to get a reaction after Mr. Walton. And he looked and he said, well, I own the same thing. And that was it. Mr. Walton knew. He was going to be able to walk into all of his stores the same day. He had the same number of shares of his holdings the right attitude with investing that's the attitude we should have and what I worry about what I worry about for the investing citizenry is this there's a chart later in this article that talks about Americans' perception of the best long-term investment and gold just crossed stocks so more Americans think gold's a better place to be than stocks and there are all sorts of reasons why they may be you may, you may rightly think hey the stock market's overpriced and gold's a good place to hang out but over the long run very very rarely are gold investors rewarded there are seasons short seasons where gold will outperform stocks but if you have a 50year vision for investing and everyone should even if you're 95 years old you have 50 Warren Buffett's almost 95 he's got a hundred year vision of investing you want to get on the right train that's the stock train the annual returns of stocks are vastly superior to gold but what's the homework I sometimes will have people comment to me oh Robert index fund investing is so easy there's nothing to it at all how hard could it be is that really what you do you just sit around and tell people invest in index funds all day well kind of but it ain't easy if it was easy investors would have good returns and they don't they do not on average have good returns they do not get the market returns so the homework you gotta do is you gotta have the same conviction about the stock market as these people do about gold and the only way you're gonna get it is if you pay the price of reading the books listening to my podcast not a bad supplement not a bad supplement but understanding how the stock market works understanding what a share of a company is how a company makes money, what your ownership rights are, what a, what an exchange-traded fund is, what a mutual fund is, all these things, to, to the degree you invest yourself in knowing and understanding these concepts, to that degree will you be able to withstand the volatility and hopefully not end up like this Mr. Susanna where you just want to give him a hug and a, and a stuffed animal when he says, it's impossible, I'm going to end up in a bread line somewhere. Where I can hold it and nobody can hurt me. We can relate to this, can't we? We're not so different from Mr. Susanna. He's being particularly candid, which we should respect him for, but in the long run, he's paying a very high price for those fears he has. That's a very expensive stuff to animal to your money in gold. Incredible opportunity cost. For the last ten years, gold's up 30%, the U.S. stock market's up 150%. Can you imagine? Being on the gold train the last decade, you're up 30 percent, and you watch the stock market get up 150 percent. You're not going to stick with your investing philosophy, no way. You're going to punt. Stick with the stick with the index fund, the market cap index fund. And now we transition to two billionaires doing silly things, which can happen. I'm reading a particular book called Titan about the great John D. Rockefeller and it goes through his life and it talks about the period of his life after his involvement in Standard Oil. He still owns all the shares and makes copious amounts of money but he started investing. You know what kind of investor John D. Rockefeller was? The shrewd, calculated, cunning John D. Rockefeller. What kind of investor was he when he started his family office? A terrible one! And not just kind of bad, awful Awful. Just a bunch of zeros, not doing due diligence, doing deals with Baptists. Okay, that should be a ruling of itself. But he, at his Baptist church, just throwing money at anyone who came up to him. And he's pretty smart. So we need to be careful. We don't just do what the billionaires do. They, will, they could lead you down a very bad road. So we have examples here. We're going to start with this Michael Burry big short fame he was the guy that really saw through the 2008 crisis and saw those mortgage bonds and shorted them meaning he bet on their price going down and profited from it well guess what he's back he's back more predictions and he by the way folks i'll just give you a sneak preview he makes these predictions all the time so this uh cnn here in new york nicole goodkind michael burry the big short investor became famous predicting the collapse of the housing market no wait has bet more than $1.6 billion on a Wall Street crash. This is insane. Robert Hunt's commentary. Burry is making bearish bets against the S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100. 100, According to the SEC, Burry's fund Scion Asset Management bought $866 million in put options. That's the right to sell an asset at a particular price against a fund that tracks the S&P 500 and $739 million in put options against the fund that tracks the NASDAQ 100. Now get this: Burry is using more than ninety percent of his portfolio to bet on a market downturn. Yeah, ay. no Moments like these, I think back to what the great Warren Buffett said: "Don't risk what you have and what you need to get what you don't have and don't need." And that's what Mr. Michael Burry's doing. He, he'd do well to just get a—he needs a stuffed animal, like that other guy in the gold article. Just get a stuffed animal. this whatever is motivating this. So um, I'm sure he's done a lot of research this very, but when you read something like this, you've got to have some context. Oh, in January, he he tweeted a cryptic message, sell, but by the end of March, he backtracked, I was wrong to say sell. That was this year. (laughs) Since he wrote that, the S&P 500 and NASDAQ have both notched big gains. They're up nearly 16% and 38% this year. And he told you to sell. So, when really wealthy people with track records of success and a lot of intelligence tell you to do something, beware, beware, beware. They may not be telling you the truth. And in this case, they're not. And, final article. Another billionaire investor, Bill Ackman, says he's shorting the 30-year treasury bills. Leader investor Bill Ackman said he's betting against 30-year treasuries as a hedge against the impact of long-term rates on stocks in a world with persistent 3% inflation. Now we're gonna have to enter the classroom here and really put our hats on. There's some terminology we're gonna we're gonna really wade in here because we can do this. At the Robin Hood Financial Market Update, the listener can do this. So, what is a 30-year treasury? It's a bond. That's a promise from the federal government to pay the holder of that bond interest over a 30-year period at a fixed rate. So for many of you who are in the interest rate world, you you know this. Interest rates are going up. And they're going up a lot. And the 30-year interest rate on your mortgage maybe close to 8%, which is just eye-watering. But on the 30-year interest rates for bonds, it's going to be a little less than that. It's about 4.38%. Well, what Bill Ackman is thinking is that as interest rates rise, and when he, when he gives you that quote, hey, he thinks 3% inflation, remember the federal government, the reserve, not the federal government, the federal reserve has a 2% inflation target. So... Bill Ackman is thinking hey the Federal Reserve is going to keep raising rates until they hit that 2% number their mandate that 2% mandate that Jerome Powell Federal Reserve Chair always talks about and because of that I think Bill Ackman says I think the value of these bonds is going to go down because interest rates are going to go up so he's shorting remember that short thing he's doing with options which is the ability to purchase particular day, just like Mr. Michael Burry was doing. So, what in the world? Why is Bill Ackman not just keeping it simple, keeping his costs low, investing some time horizon long? What's he doing? Doesn't he listen? I don't know, class. I just don't know if he's listening. <sighs> One day, maybe. But he sees this as a hedge. Now, he owns lots of stocks. Lots of stocks. and he And he owns lots of equity in various companies so in his mind hey I'll hedge I'll put on this bet and if those interest rates keep going up my value of my equity holdings will eventually go down he says now now, Ackman's right technically and that's the most dangerous advice is when intelligent people who are right say things like this and he may be right for his portfolio for his goals for his strategy for his needs for his fund but it ain't it ain't right for you and it ain't right for me. So why do we not need to hedge? Why aren't we doing what he's doing? Well, let's get... The Bill Ackman's of the world can't keep this stuff up. With any strategy, with any philosophy of investment, I like putting it through the test. Can you stick with this for 50 years? 50, 50 years, 50 years. Can you do that? nah, he can't do that. He's going to be in and out of this trade 10 different times. Well, let's not let you and I get into this game because there are going to be a whole lot of headlines from here on out as interest rates rise or stay high that are going to feel a little bit like this where people are going to bet on the end because there's truth here. Listener, there's truth. As interest rates rise, it sucks money out of the system. Why? If you're an investor, and i am seeing this talking with clients and you have a pool of cash and you're thinking about you know what should I do with this money but you're getting a risk free return in your money market fund a 5.25% at Vanguard or or you're looking at longer dated bonds these 30 year bonds you're saying I can lock in 4.3 all of a sudden that real estate deal that stock you're going to buy all of a sudden those opportunities don't look as alluring And so you're starting to see investors do that. We don't need to think like that, investor. We're going to keep those costs low. That investing simple, that time horizon long. With a long time horizon, you really shouldn't play the Federal Reserve games. They may lower rates in 18 months. They may keep them high for 36 months. I don't know. But I wouldn't want to bet on it. These folks are betting on it. Mr. Ackman, Mr. Burry making bets. I think it's important to follow these bets up to see how they did. Occasionally, they're right. Most of the time, they're not. Most of the time, these bets fizzle out. and You don't hear a whole lot about them. I'm glad for this writer in the previous article, Mr. Burry, who, Nicole Goodkind from CNN, went back and said, now, wait just a second. Michael Burry told us to sell everything in January. And then he went back and said he made a mistake. And the stock market's up 36% on the NASDAQ and 8% of the... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Everybody loves to make the prediction. Everybody loves making that prediction. When the time comes, very few people make good ones. So let's control what we can. You know what the very best thing you can do right now, amidst these higher interest rates, amidst the concentration in index funds, amidst geopolitical tensions? It's to keep those costs low, keep that investing simple. Keep that time horizon long because that, listeners, is what's going to give you the best shot on your investing journey. Until next time.